0: Now I'm like the smallest guy coming in <laughs> I'm like man But once I got on the field And I realized man This football Like football is football You know For people to call me Hollywood you no, know, I don't look at it as the flashy I look at it as like I'm a symbol for my hometown Like you know A little kid come up after me He can name himself Hollywood and Lamar always be like Hit me up I'm like Hey y'all Tell the Ravens come get me He like we're we going to see, we're going to see. That, uh, I feel like he knew, he knew something.
1: Welcome into the lounge. It's another big week with the Houston Texans coming to m Bank Stadium. Matchup of two first place teams coming off. You know, last week I ended the show with get a big win over the Bengals, you know, and, and that was an indicator of you know, they they're, they're a winless. Yeah, still are. Uh, but then it turned into a
2: big <laughs> yeah. win anyway. I've seen, I've heard some people say, and I don't totally agree with this, but I get the notion that the win over the Bengals and the fashion that it happened was almost as just as impressive as the win over the Patriots because the Ravens went and they are a good team and they played a bad team and they beat then they beat them the way a good team should should win. And well, I, I mean, the offense you you like. Can't play any better than that. Yeah, they, they yeah they scored every time they scored <laughs> touchdowns every time they had the ball. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. two defensive touchdowns. Lamar's driving up and down the field, making highlight reel moves, hitting Hollywood for big plays. I mean, you, it was impressive on every single level. That's I, I still put the Patriots went over it, but I understand yes. the notion. I mean, Regardless, the Ravens
1: haven't gotten many blowouts. Period. I mean, occasionally I remember the Raiders in 2012 just smoked them. The Lions. There's like a one off every once in a while, yeah, but yeah. I mean the Ravens. Blew out the Dolphins, yeah. Earlier this year, blew out the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Really, you look at some of the final scores. I mean, the Patriots' final score wasn't even really that close. They blew out the Bills last year, the first game of the season. True. Um, so there have there have been. It's not like they never blow people out. But
2: yeah. I just thought that you go up against a team after a highly emotional win. And to play as well as they did says a lot about this team. Like They're a young team, which I think can be beneficial because they're not like worried about all the external stuff. They just go out there and play ball. Lamar says it all the time. I'm trying to play ball. I'm trying yep. to play ball. And I think that that attitude carries on to the field. And then you also have veteran players who know that they need to stay focused and not get too hyped up about their own success. And like both of those things work together. And I think that's a big reason why they're
1: having the success that they are. It's a good mixture in the locker room yeah. right now. Like I said on Unscripted, I think the Ravens right now are so good that if they play their style, if they play their ball, right, and don't make big mistakes and execute and all those things, they can beat anybody They're, and, and should beat anybody. Yeah, the Ravens' best
2: versus another team's
1: best. Right I now, think. I'd take the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is exciting. That I mean... I keep like having to slap myself across the (laughs) face and be like, we're witnessing the number one offense in the NFL led by the most exciting player in the NFL in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Where we've never had anything close to this ever. Like just out there, pinch yourself because this does not come around all the time. And you know, however long Lamar plays I just am going to enjoy the ride, man. Yeah. enjoy it. Well, I think he's going to be playing for a very long time. I mean, he's 22 years old <laughs> yeah. in his second year, so I'm loving it. Yeah, Loving life right now. It's, it's
2: exciting. Um, and like you said, big game coming up this weekend against the Texans. <laughs> so before we get into our interview, uh, I want to make sure that we mention our Wawa Kids Kickoff Kid promotion. Mm. So if you've ever had, if you ever dreamed of your kid taking the field at m Bank Stadium, this is your chance for the, through the Wawa Kickoff Kid sweepstakes. Each game, one lucky kid will have, get a Ravens jersey, four tickets, a pregame on-field visit. Say, whoa I know. going to signing my kid up. I know. <laughs> You're going to get Brooks in the mix here? Uh, Nova's and, almost crawling. Can yeah. we get a crawler out there? They get the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to grab the tee from the field after the opening kickoff. She'd have to be a fast crawler. Yeah, you have to go quick. you got to go quick, <laughs> Nova. Um, so if you want to sign up for your chance to win that, uh, visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash kid.
1: Well, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool uh, opportunity yeah, right there. Great, that, that's great. That's good kick off, stuff. Kick off getting Wawa. Uh, yep. With that said, let's jump into our interview with Hollywood Brown. Well, Hollywood, thank you for joining us. Are you wearing a chain right now? We got to start out with talking about your I chain game. I don't see
0: game. one. No. Well, it could
1: be under the shirt. You could no, get ready to pull a no, Wink no, Martindale. No, no. Yeah, that's no. true. You're not a Wink guy. Like, if you're wearing a chain, the chain is out.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah it's out for sure.
1: Well, Hollywood's chains are also... Yeah, they're bigger. They're well, a little bit man. more expensive, <laughs> <laughs> nicer than wings. What you so? You have two like custom made chains now, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell the listeners about
0: them? Uh, so my first chain is is the uh, OU chain of myself. Uh, I'm not a tattoo guy, so I wanted some, you know, just to remember my time there. So that was like the first thing I wanted, and then you know, just the Hollywood name. It's just basically like. If I was to get tattoos, I'd probably get those two tattoos. Though. Okay. Since I don't get them, I got the two chains.
1: Why aren't you a tattoo guy?
0: Uh, just, my mom never liked them growing up and she never wanted me to get one, so I just listened to her. All, all, right. Right.
2: all right,
1: Mom Mom knows best. Mom
2: knows best. <laughs> so, in all honesty, the chain, I learned this about you over time, like, it is something, those are two things
0: that are like really significant to you. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it's not just, obviously they're flashy and, and, and all that, but it's more than that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely more than that. Uh, Going to OU was like the best thing that happened to me. Like uh growing up. I just wanted to go play Division One football. So like just being there, you know, I loved it and you know, every every uh like break we got, I was like, I'm gonna get a tattoo. I'm gonna get an OU tattoo, I'm gonna get a OU tattoo, but I never got it. So uh-huh. I just got a chain of it. Wait. Yeah. So
1: you you were saying that before you knew your mom didn't want, to, or you knew nah, your mom didn't want I, to get a tattoo. I knew my mom
0: may want me to get one, and but you in were college, still saying yeah, it. You were like, thinking about it. Yeah, gonna...
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, but mom I, was I, back in Florida, and you're in Oklahoma. You're yeah. probably like this. If I'm gonna do it, this is the time.
0: Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do
2: it. <laughs> well, one more question about the chain. Did you the Oklahoma one? The first time I obviously saw it was on draft night. Did you? Was that the first time you broke it out?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was the first. I got it. Uh, well, I had. I knew what I wanted of it, but it was getting made through the whole like process.
2: You had to get basically you had to get you know had to get the money before you get to uh, the draft time, and then it's that you know you get the payday, and then it's time to cash in and get that change. Well, you don't
1: get the payday as soon as you get drafted. I'm pretty yeah, sure. you can so start getting, how it works. No, but you can start getting
2: some <laughs> of that stuff that the endorsement yeah. stuff, and then you can start cashing in once you're once you're done with the college ball. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so we we do want to uh, talk a little football with you here. Um, so let's just start with you know obviously the the injury was a huge thing, you know, uh, the foot injury that ended your college career and, and was uh, held you out of all the off-season workout stuff, all the off-season practices for the most part. How tough has that been to uh, work through that and then now work through an ankle injury mid-season? Uh,
0: it's been pretty tough. Um, frustrating, but you got a lot of people in this building, you know, to keep you encouraged uh, and just, you know, being around the team and what we're doing right now. You know, you try to just go out there and just do the best you can. So that's what I try to do. Like, I just go out there and try to have fun, do the best I can. You know, if I feel like, you know, I really can't do anything, then I won't I won't, I won't go out there. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: How – you got to feel good about the impact that you've been able to make. I mean, you're, you have brought a new element to this offense that was desperately needed over the past several years. And we saw it from the very first play of the game on Sunday. Like, you've got to be pleased with knowing – the limitations that you've had because of the injuries, the impact that you have been able to make.
0: Yeah, i say it's tough for me like just to be out there and to make plays and to not feel like, you know, oh, man, like this don't feel good. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of in between that, you know, I feel good that I'm making plays, but at the same time, you know, I'm like, man, like I, I could be doing a lot more if I was healthy. I,
2: I get the sense that you feel like there's – like you're limited –
1: because you have, you have so much, like, you feel like there's so much more that you can do.
0: Yeah, a lot more. Nice.
1: So I like it, that idea. It, it, I mean, it, it's interesting to hear you talk about this because, it's like, from a fan perspective, a media perspective, we look at your season in, the to, in totality so far and we're like, man, Hollywood's been a hit. You know, I mean, this, is, this guy has been really good as a rookie. And you're like, you seem like you're not happy with it, really. Yeah, I mean,
0: I feel like... Uh, it's been it's been pretty good. Like I've, I've been there <laughs> making plays, but I know like I could do a lot more. Yeah. What what
1: your speed right now? I know this. Is, it's hard to answer. What percentage are you at right now, speed wise? I'm probably like 70 75. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, you, know, you know, the NFL Network, and they do all that next-gen stats and all that, and it's like fastest guys of the week. Yeah. You're going to start dominating that yeah. when you're at 100%. Right. We, we have to talk about Miami. I mean, that, that game was just an unreal moment for you. Your first NFL game, your first NFL pass, your first catch goes for a touchdown in you know right next door to your hometown. How special will that game be? You know, years down the line
0: to you, do you, did you keep any mementos from that game, and, and where are they? Uh, I got the footballs from that game, my first two catches with touchdowns. Yeah. So I got those balls, and uh, I think at the moment it was very big to me just because of how my college season ended at that stadium. Yep. So it was back, comeback. But now, I, honestly, it's not even – I don't think about it no more. It's just something that, that happened that I'm proud of, but I'm more of a like – what have I done lately type of guy. Mm-hmm. The, the celebration you did,
1: you like pointed at the camera, then you like did a phone thing and then point, mm-hmm. what, what yeah, was no. that?
0: What was the mm-hmm. phone thing? You gotta call God. You gotta call God. Yeah, yes yeah, sir. You did you know what God. it was? Yeah, Av started that, right? Yeah, yeah. Ab started that. Yeah. yeah,
2: where you been?
1: You, A, A, A was <laughs> how doing many that touchdown against? celebrations have I done recently? How many, how
2: many touchdowns did Ab have against <laughs> us over the past <laughs> the last six years? I I'm, saw that plenty of times. I don't
1: study Ab's touchdown celebrations against us. I'm too yeah. busy being like you're Dang. too busy, you're too, too busy cussing. Yes. To to look, I'm banging
2: the desk. I know. Yeah. I probably saw that the call God touchdown celebration on that Christmas Day game, and I was. You know, mm. it's burned into my memory. Yeah, mm. yeah. I never noticed
1: that. One. <laughs> it's burned
2: <laughs> into my memory. Dial up, dial up, <laughs> dial up. Right. <laughs> um, so you you grow up in Hollywood, Florida, and so obviously playing in Miami that was that's close to to where you grew up. The Hollywood nickname. How did that change your life? Oh, uh,
0: because I think it like the nickname. It seems like that was a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. It changed my life. Is like, uh, like how I grew up. You know, my mom did her best. You know, for me. But it ain't the best, best of town, you know, best of places, you know. So everything close in it. Not a lot of people, you know, really make it. I think like probably the stage I'm at right now is probably like the biggest anybody has has done. So, and I wanna you know make that grow. And I know it's kids that look up to me. So just for me, you know, for people to call me Hollywood, you know, I don't look at it as the flashy. I look at it as like I'm a symbol for my hometown. Like you know, a little kid that come up after me, he can name himself Hollywood. Like. I don't really care about name that much. It's just more of a symbol.
2: And and I think that that goes to, like, that's the point with the chains. That's the point with the nickname. Like, there's a lot more of a meaning to it than beyond, like, the, the, the bright lights and, yeah. and the flashiness of it. Yeah. Have you had a chance since you've been drafted to go back and kind of see the response that you get from
0: your hometown? Not really. Uh I know, like the uh, people down there, they want they want to have a parade for me, but you know I didn't want to I did want to do it do it. Yeah, I feel like I got I got make something happen in the NFL first, but you know when I do when I went down there, you know for like a little weekend, you know all the kids embraced me and everything. You know my high school they got like a you know painting of me out there, so just just to be you know that pillar of motivation for uh, young kids that I really ain't have like that. You know it's been. Can you can you share with the listeners who
1: aren't familiar with your story and your background and how you you made it to the NFL and to Oklahoma? Uh, can you share a little bit about that story and and I'll kind of tee you up here. Yeah. Just uh, you know coming out of Hollywood didn't didn't have a lot of offers. weren't you know a big guy. Went out to college of the canyons yeah. uh, out in California, which was a huge change for you because yeah. it was all the way across the country and yeah. you hadn't really been out of Hollywood yeah. before. Um and got your first job at.
0: Six Flags,
1: Six Flags, man, yeah. I love yeah. that. But I do love some Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, so, just, I mean, what's going through your mind at then when you're working at Six Flags,
0: just trying to make enough money to get some food and all that stuff? Uh, for me, I just knew that I had a talent. And I, I really didn't understand like, why am I not getting like, I'm getting overlooked? Like, you know. I ain't understand it. I used to email coaches I even emailed Coach Raleigh When I was in high school When he was at ECU Emailed him And then You know it just Then it happened Then happened Then happened I go up to College of the Canyons I told my mom You know like I won't I won't be there that long Like just give me a year If I don't do it in a year Whatever I got I'm gonna go Like whatever scholarship I get I'm gonna go I don't care D2, D3 Cause I was so focused On going D1 but I told her, like, I'm going to take this one last opportunity. I'm going to go junior college. And then if I don't get nothing, then I'll go D3. You know, it ain't meant for me to go D1. Right. And then, you know, I just prayed, worked out every day. Like, my coaches out there, they, they'll tell you, like, I worked out every single day. uh, Extra, extra, extra all the time. Mm. And then within two games, you know, I got division one scholarship. So <laughs> Two games? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, within. So the season started. September within like October, I had like twenty offers. Wow, yeah. that's incredible! What happened in those two games? I think you had three touchdowns in the second game, right? I think I had four,
2: four touchdowns. I sell them in short. <laughs> yeah, I
0: had four in the second game. It's unreal.
2: Where when you go, College of the Canyons out in California. You, you obviously we, we talked about it. you grew up in Florida, but before you get there, I, I read that like in 2015 when you weren't in school, you'd graduated from high school, but you weren't playing in college yet, that you would go and work out every day, Mm -hmm. waiting for an opportunity to just get to the junior college level. Like, you worked out on your own before you even got to junior college. Yeah. At
0: that time, I probably, like, I probably, like, got away from everybody. Like, a lot of people, like, counted me off, because I was, like, a big name, and, like, uh, that's how I got named Jet. I got named Jet, Lily, So, I was, like, a big name in, like, Hollywood, like, Mm -hmm. Lily. So, in high school, like, I was still balling, but I wasn't getting the offer. So, people kind of, like, you know, you sit down talk on me. So, I was like, okay. You know, I took my time, you know. Even, like, people in my family, like, you need to go get a job. Like, my mom, the oh, only wow. person that, like, saying, you know, you good, you know. Go do what you do. I worked out every day with my cousin. Go out there every day, just do drills, look on YouTube, you know. Just stuff like that. And then, I got the, uh, I could have went to California, like, as soon as I got out. Gotcha. But my mom didn't want me. But you, but that was, and she didn't want you because she, she that was too far. She was like, nah, you're not going. Gotcha. She was like, find something closer. And I was like, all right. <laughs> 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 so I was just like, that's the school, like, I'm like, around DC. I'm like, that's the school I want to go to, though. She was like, well, what you going to do? And I was like, well, I'll get a job. She was like, how you can get a job? You never worked before. <laughs> i like, get a job. And then she was like, okay, if you can get a job and you can show that you can find somewhere to stay. Then you know you can go out there because she couldn't afford this it, for both of us to go out there. Right. So I had to go out there and just do it quick. Right. right. And and yeah. the the
2: jo- like the Six Flags thing is for people to under for the listeners to understand that this wasn't just like I want some cash on the side like this was a job
0: to support yourself. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure this job like if I don't I needed something and then they was like you know a lot of a lot of kids get uh, jobs at Six Flags something like. I mean, it's, it, how bad can it be? It's Six flags, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but I love that too. The
1: the roller coaster that you were like operating is yeah. called Full Throttle. Yeah. It's yeah. the fastest. It was like the fastest roller coaster yeah. that was made for like some period of your time. It's just so perfect. Mm-hmm. The whole story. And your mom was like sending you. You told me it was like she was like sending twenty dollars a week. Twenty dollars a week, right? I mean, you were like living. What's crazy is you were living on like. Like ramen cup of noodles, yeah. Like it was Clearly, a straight like, like
0: college freshman year, you yeah, know. It was like twenty dollars. I go, I stayed like on the hill. I walk down the hill to the Family Dollar, get twenty dollars worth of items, and then I had that for the week. Make it last until I moved in with my boy Ethan, mm-hmm. and then that's when I started, you know living a little better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what's your flavor? What's your favorite flavor of cup of noodles? Oh, the chicken. The chicken. The chicken is pretty yeah.
1: dope. The right. chicken's pretty d- strong. Yeah. So you would
2: you would reach out to college coaches on your own. Like, you took your college recruiting into your own hands?
0: Yeah, because I feel like, you know, even to this day, like, I know I my coaches, probably only one high school coach I still talk to, and he was, like, a assistant. So, mm-hmm. like, growing up, you know, my coaches ain't really put me in that situation. And I ain't no, no better on my own to, like, about the NCAA clearinghouse or test scores. I ain't know nothing about none of that. You know, mm-hmm. I just played football. So when I when this stuff started getting you know to the end, and I started doing research on my own, I'm like man, I, is these coaches like not watching my film? Like right. I'm looking at this guy film, I'm looking at miles, I'm like, what is what is? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so yeah. I started sending it. I sent it to like from everybody in the office of staff, each position, the head coach for like every school in the country, yeah. like, and no response. I probably got like the only coach responded about was Coach Riley. Lincoln coaches. Riley Yeah Lincoln Riley Responded when he was at ECU Right And you know He was like You got a great film That I do I got my test scores I'm Like Oh snap What's that <laughs> 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 So I am like Oh snap Now I got to get on this So I got on this So by the time I had like Utah State By the time all that happened like, I'm like I told the coaches At Utah State I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come there You know uh, They was like Yeah once you get cleared You know we got you Then I got cleared And it was like After signing day And then they was like Slow playing with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, nah, like, I know my talent, so Mm -hmm. I'll go to junior college.
2: Did uh, the fact that Lincoln Riley, the fact that he was one of the only people to write you back,
0: was that part of the reason you ultimately went to Oklahoma? Nah, not really, because I emailed so many coaches that I didn't even realize until after. (laughs) You're like, I I don't know who responded. (laughs) Yeah, after I went back and looked at my emails. Gotcha. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Him and Ruffin McNeil, Ruffin McNeil, that OU, they responded to me.
1: So, awesome. so then you go to Oklahoma And, and you just blow up I mean yeah. and, and What was that like Playing you know With Baker and, and all that You know Just all the talent Around you That now Has since
0: Come to Baltimore As well It's just like Being there And then like Making an impact Like when I first got there I didn't know what to expect Cause yeah. you know uh, I'm like And this OU Like how's it gonna be And then you got Mark Andrews You know yeah. Baker Then they like you know, I'm like the smallest guy coming in. <laughs> I'm like, man. But once I got on the field and I realized, man, this football, like football is football. And then I really am like, they didn't try to like say, yeah, Yo, you need to gain all this weight. Right. They're like, nah, we just you just got to get stronger. And then having like guys like AB and my telling me like, yeah, Yo, you ain't got to be super big. You just got to get, get stronger, get stronger, get your body stronger. So once I really started doing that and really running and then running through stuff, I'm like this ain't like I could really do this. And then. Guys like Baker, Baker really pushed me, you know, to, to really go go hard. And we was really trying to get that national championship. Yeah. For And then
2: the next year you have Kyler Murray as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You go from Baker to Kyler Murray to Lamar Jackson. Have you thought about the fact that those, I mean, it's ridiculous, those yeah. three guys that you played with. Yeah.
0: It's, it's a blessing. Like, I went from having no quarterbacks ever growing up. <laughs> 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 and I get to college and. Like in my junior college I played with four different quarterbacks. Uh-huh. So just getting in college and uh playing with playing with two good quarterbacks and then getting here and playing with Lamar, like man, it's been like a blessing. Right.
1: Your yeah. your connection with Lamar seems it's seems really special. Like you guys have just hit it off with
0: yeah. you giving him rides everywhere, all that
1: has he given you a ride anywhere yet, by the way?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it depends on just who. If I ain't got no gas, he definitely finna just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know why. He don't really like driving, though. He get everybody to take him. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. He's just not a driver. Yeah, he don't like driving. <laughs> so, so what, what has it been about you two? Like, why have you hit it off so well? I think we just relate. Relate to each other. Like, you know, a lot of the same stuff. Like, we, we like the same stuff. We do the same stuff. Like, we've been through some of the same stuff, so... When we like We just be talking And we like Oh like we relate To the past And it's just Pretty cool Like same music We listen to the same music So
2: Is, is the Florida thing Significant in that?
0: Yeah it ain't Just Florida's like Broward Broward County Like we just All close Like you gonna know If it's someone You gonna know If someone If they doing good You gonna know them And mm-hmm. you support them mm-hmm. So that's how it be Well you
1: guys Played each other In Pee Wee didn't you? Yeah yeah And he, sure.
0: you said You said he got The better of you Of your team didn't you, you faced off once right? Yeah I mean, he they was on the older squad than me. I just played on that squad because my team ain't have enough players. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> now I, I I did hear though a rumor that you picked him off. Yeah, I did. I did. I really? Was
0: safety. Uh, he threw me. He threw me one Christmas gift. <laughs> oh,
2: Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Do you actually remember this play? Me- yeah,
0: he like like look, everybody know him. He was the only dude at eight years old that threw the ball. So, <laughs> <laughs> so his team, like only team that threw the ball. So my coach like. Don't even go up for the run, like so. I stayed back because everybody's so scared of him running. He'll run and then he'll throw it over his head. So <laughs> and you were in the right place and you just yeah, took it. I just took it. Did you, they won the game. Uh, well, it actually, it was a, it a lightning delay. Ah, so we never finished it. Yeah, I we, finish never finished. we never finished. You never finished. Did you take the pick back to the house? No, I got tackled <sighs> quick. Like as soon as I caught it, I got like slammed. Or
2: <laughs> do, do you like? So I'm just trying to get a sense of this. Like when you were a kid when you're 8, 9, whatever, how old you were playing on those teams, 10. It, like, Lamar was already kind of, like, a legend in that area?
0: Yeah, like, each team, you, like, know what guys who. So, right. like, for my team, I was that guy. His team, he was that guy. And then, like, the older you get, like, 13, we've been watching film. Like, we've been watching film since we've been little. Like, we go our coach will go record a team and then come back and show us. What? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> that's like, crazy. That's some serious football down there. And since, like, 11 years old, we've been watching films, so we know who players are.
2: Right. Yeah. That's crazy. So now I want to fast forward to draft night. And, and uh, you know, I was there when you got drafted. Um, obviously, a super emotional time. And one thing that stuck out to me was, like, just how the emotion of your family, which that's the case for everybody, but it seemed like for you – it really was so significant you're the first receiver off the board you didn't do a single workout because you were coming back from the foot injury now you're playing with a kid that you you know grew up essentially with Mm -hmm. in lamar can you take me to that night and just
0: like the emotion of that moment yeah um like even before like when i got invited to the draft i'm more of a guy to like see it i'm gonna see it to believe it type of guy so they're like are you gonna be first round like like, man, I don't know. Like I'm doing the research. I'm like, I don't know. If they gonna pick me first round. But I'm like, I need. I know I got the talent. Like, but I don't really know. I'm going to see if the believer guy. And then, I, like Lamar always be like, hit me up. I'm like, hit me up one time. I'm like, hey y'all, tell the Ravens come get me. He like, we we gonna see. We are gonna see. Da, da, da I feel like he knew. He knew something. But you know, <laughs> the day of the draft, having my family there, and I'm just sitting. And I'm, like, hearing the names, and I'm, like, man. Like, it got around, like, Raiders, Eagles, Ravens. I'm, like, it got to be somebody. Right? <laughs> right. So when the Ravens called, I'm, like, yo, this. Like, the whole time, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm, it's going to go down. I'm mad at the rest of the teams. I'm, like, <laughs> we finna kill them. I'm, like, I finna play with Lamar Jackson. I got, got so much stuff in my head. Yeah. And it was just, like, everybody in Florida, like, Erupted like everybody was going crazy in Florida because they were like, we we finna put on for like the city, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I love Lamar's reaction on social media when you got drafted too. It was just like so raw and real, just Hollywood. Yeah, he put a shade on. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah.
2: amazing. Um, just real quick on that, for people that don't know this, Lamar texted you the night before the draft. Yeah, and said we're gonna come get you. Is coming that, get you.
0: That's crazy. That is I'm pretty a, wild. Did you believe him? I mean, I knew if I got to them, I believed them. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Interesting.
1: It was also, I'll share this. Special day for me. My daughter was born uh, when you got drafted. Same day, April 25th. I should have given her the middle name, Hollywood. <laughs> I only knew you know, she was born in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just, uh,
1: <laughs> so Hollywood, I, we just got to say thanks for joining the pod. Best of luck to you this year. Uh, you know, a lot of really fun things ahead. You're going to be making big plays for a long time. man. I got one more question. Uh, okay. Who can come close to you in video games? Cause I know you're,
2: <laughs> you're, love your Madden.
0: Hey, and Madden ain't nobody coming close right now. I got, <laughs> I got some new formations. Some new formations? <laughs> yeah, it's going crazy. I got Hollywood and the Wildcat right now going crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's going crazy right now. So Is Hollywood and Madden more unstoppable than Lamar and Madden? Because
1: I've heard Lamar is ridiculous. No, Lamar
0: is OD. Yeah, he's ridiculous on Madden. Okay. Yeah. Like, he's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm I'm, like, OD ridiculous because he ridiculous, so, like, they got to focus on him. <laughs> right. And I, I'm more, I, I get ridiculous. Yeah. You got to draw some of those formations for Greg Roman. you know. Uh, I got to show him this one. <laughs> this one, like, unstoppable, like, 15 yards of pop. Easy. I <laughs> but, like it. Well, thanks, man. Really no appreciate it. All right. Thanks, buddy. No problem.
1: Well, awesome stuff from Hollywood. Just a good guy, man. I, I really like him. And like I said, this dude's only going to get better. Like, I think right now it's kind of like, he has that, like, long build-to-speed kind of thing going on. But once he's able to, to cut and make more breaks, he's going to be much more dangerous.
2: You know, John Harbaugh said it last week that he's nowhere close to what he's going to become. Yeah. And I think that is a really good, you know, basically picture of where he is right now. This
1: guy can be the Sean Jackson 2.0. He's already really
2: good. I mean, yeah. he, he already changes the, def- changes the game when he's on the field, and I think that will just continue.
1: Yep. All right, let's get into uh, our email here. This one comes from Eric Sewell, and Eric says, uh, I, as a data analyst myself, I'm curious how you've seen the atmosphere at the Castle change over the past several years in regards to using data and stats. Do you see more players using analytics to aid in practice and film study? Are analysts now occasionally included in team or coaching meetings? How do you think that compares to other teams around the league?
2: Yeah, analytics have definitely been a piece of the equation here, from a coaching standpoint, from a drafting standpoint. Um, there's, you know, there's analytics people on, on both sides of that. Uh, John Harbaugh has talked pretty openly about how that has shaped his decisions even during a game in terms of whether you go for it on fourth down. It's no secret that the Ravens are going for it on fourth down as much, if not more, than any other team in the league. That's like one specific example. Oh,
1: yeah. Here's Uh, the the thing. The Ravens have been uh, increasing their analytics department the past several years. This year, with DaCosta taking over as GM, I think it's hit another gear Mm -hmm. uh, that they're doing even more of that stuff. The players wear vests that track But they've been doing that that for a few years. They've been doing that, I don't know about a few, a couple, yeah. That wasn't this year. But they, they, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, they do wear these, I don't know, they're not vests, they're like, tights kind of under their jerseys that track how they move around in practice. You've heard coaches reference that like, you know, Hey, Lamar Jackson, this is how fast he's been running in practice, you know, blah, blah. You know, the analytics don't tell the the full story. You know, it's not like you do everything according to numbers, but they help inform decisions like, you know, going forward on fourth yeah. down, you know, if, if the Ravens have a 51% chance, you know, better chance of winning if they go for it versus not going for it. That's so close. You know, it's going to be up to Harbs. It's always up to Harbs, but he might not go for it if yeah. it's fifty-one percent. If it's seventy percent, you know, your win probability is way better. You know, if you go for it, then he's going to do it. So,
2: I think here's the thing with it: the Ravens have been adopters and embraced analytics to
1: help. I think more frame than other teams. The decision making more than other teams.
2: Yes, and I think that that has been a very good thing uh, for this team. And it's funny, John says it you know, often that the analytics people internally, they want him to go for it even more than he does. Yeah. Um, and so I just think you're going to continue to see that not just here in Baltimore, but across the league.
1: All right. We have another email as always. You can reach us at the lounge at Ravens. This one comes from Greg Fritz. Uh, and he says, big fan of you two in the pod as a guy from Baltimore now living in Salt Lake city. It's awesome having a resource like this to keep me connected to my boys in purple and black. I think we are all excited about the prospects of this season. Uh, but I don't think anyone expected what we've seen thus far. Given the staggering success of our offense and the trends of the NFL, we can expect that offensive coordinator Greg Roman will be a hot candidate for a head coaching job during the season. Obviously, we have unique talent in Lamar and a lot of great pieces surrounding him, but G-Row is the oil that makes the engine run so well. Uh, so basically he says, do you think the Casa and co will pay him to stay for a while? Look at what the Patriots did with Josh McDaniels, you know, will they pay Greg Roman or is he going to get a head coaching job elsewhere? Is essentially the question,
2: you know, I don't think it comes down to a pay thing. I think if he were to get a head coaching job, he would want to be a head coach. I don't think the Ravens could then say, well, we're just going to pay you like a head coach. I I don't think that's ultimately the motivation for somebody who wants to be a head coach. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it's that simple. I think that the Ravens, uh, certainly want to keep Greg Roman around as long as possible. It just depends on whether he gets another head coaching job. And, and I think for that to happen, there has to be the right situation for him.
1: He's deserving of looks, obviously. I, he's uh, done a great job.
2: Yeah. I hope that yeah, obviously you want him to have success. And I also selfishly hope that uh, he's around here for a really long time. Cause he's, he's been a great fit here in Baltimore. It's been a great fit with Lamar and all right. So that's, uh, that's it. Uh, obviously big game this week. Um, should be a lot of fun. A lot of, you know, like what's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen in this game? I think it's going to be a game between two of the best young quarterbacks in the game. It's going to be a, a bit of a back and forth between I them. Shootout. I don't think it's going to be a shootout, but I think that both players are going to make some plays that like are jaw-dropping type plays that both of them seem to make on a consistent basis. I
1: actually think that the Ravens win this game um, by a touchdown. I think the Ravens need to stop the run. The Houston Texans are have been one of the best running teams in the NFL. I think fourth in the league in average yards per carry despite not having the the name brand running back, mm-hmm. you know Carlos Hyde and uh Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Um, but the Ravens have to stop the Ravens have to stop the run. That'll be especially important if Michael Pierce does is not able to play in this game, which right now he's day to day, so we'll see. But I think the Ravens you know, bolster that defensive line for a reason here uh, going against a team that can run the ball. If they can stop that, really put the pressure on Deshaun Watson, as great as he is, I think they can stop their their offense. And right now, I don't think anybody can stop the Ravens offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited about it. And I've heard a story about this. Did you know that they battled in college? It was Louisville, 2016. Clemson, 2016 in a big-time barn burner. And they Lamar and Louisville came three yards short of winning that game with a game winning touchdown. I doubt Lamar has forgotten about that. Oh,
2: he one. definitely hasn't forgotten about that. <laughs> he talked about it today. And at the end of the season, it was Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson who were one and two in the Heisman voting with Lamar Correct. leading the way. Correct. But I bet Lamar would have rather won that. Oh, game. sure. He definitely would have. <laughs> but but it, it just goes to show you these two guys, uh, obviously, kind of what they're capable of. And, and, it could be that way in the MVP conversation this well, year. Well, right
1: now, Lamar, according to ESPN, Lamar's number two in the MVP race, and Deshaun's number three. And Russell's, R- Russell, Russell Wilson's number, number one. one. Yeah. So uh, the, the, it's, it's, it's exciting, man. Yeah. Two of the best. Uh, if, if there are open seats to this game, you better come the, out to MVP. There's not many. <laughs> There ain't many. So you better jump on it. Anyway, thanks for listening. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net And get ready for a